Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. Long time. Long time. Long time. First time. Or long, I was going to say long time to see. Long time. First time. I guess we said when you call into like a radio show. Yeah. It's like it's a long time listener. First time caller. Yeah. You ever done that? You ever yeah. called into a radio show? No. I did it once in Never. high school because some guy was um was talking about a band I liked called Star Sailor. Not a super good band, but um, he was like, this band yeah. sucks. And I was like. Not as good as Muse, it. right? Oh, oh, please, Mashi. That's not even saying pretend. But yeah, I was calling and yelling at him. You know, fifteen-year-old dance. We're like, you know, what you're talking about. It was good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! As oh, we yeah. all know, the best way to settle something online or anonymously through a radio show is to argue it, hardcore if, about it. Mushy, if I if I just if I can just berate them into submission, surely I, that means I'm correct. I mean, right? if you just yell at them enough, they'll finally understand your viewpoint. I think I just had a la- we just had a lazy DJ who was like these guys are doing run the run the show for me. I can do- I'm going to the bathroom. You guys going? Yeah, oh yeah, that's, so that, that's good. That, that's what they should do. I mean that that's good. That's actually good radio. Why not? Free content. You know, why not? Right, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Today, Mashi, I want to talk to you about a quote from recent blockbuster hit Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Oh my God. Okay. It's not a three hour long quote. It's all right. You don't need to slog through it. It's okay. Uh, I heard. I heard. Really- so I don't want to spoil the ending of this, but I heard it has a similar, someone spoil told me ending. it has a similar ending to, a right, a similar ending to Inception. And I was like, how is that possible? Oh, it does a little bit, actually. Yes. What the, what does he spin a top on the table and walk away from it? Not that far off. Um, What is, what was concerning to me watching the movie was you're two hours into the movie, right? And then they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and then on Nagasaki. And I'm like, there's an arrow left. What? How is this not the end of the movie? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Oh my god! Um, but the quote, and it's it's kind of, it's he does he does say it, but um, it's really more a concept that's sort of pervasive throughout the film. Um, is that theory will only get you so far? Um, and now in the context of the movie, they're talking about the concern they had at the time that there was potential that when they let off the first test in Los Alamos, that it would ignite the atmosphere, and the chain reaction would never stop. Um, and they're like, well, we run the math and it says it's probably fine, but theory will only get you so far. And this is very similar to something we talked about before, you know, where, where no plan, you know, no, no, everybody, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. No plan. So has first contact with the enemy. It is in that same kind of space. But I want to talk to you a little bit about the dangers of pretending that planning things out ahead is the same as being able to control them because it's not. No, and I mean you you see this very often with people who are anxious to try to they try to plan everything like mm. down to the to the minutest detail. Um, and I've worked with people, I've done shows with people, um, I've worked on projects with people who are like that. And the the biggest issue with that it's it's great when it you know yeah, I love it when a plan comes together. There's a good quote. Well, that's for pure you. coincidence though, right? It's like there's a the, like I think there's a level of so I'm a, I, I you are like me I think and that we are both grand improvisers, right? I'm like ah. Figure it out on the mm-hmm. figure it out in the day, it'll be all right. So I could definitely stand to plan and organize more ahead of time. But I think there's a point, not just a point of diminishing returns, but there's a point where you start to delude yourself that if you planned everything well enough, nothing will surprise you, nothing could go wrong, and then you mm-hmm. control all everything. And that is that is a dangerous trap to fall into because it means that when something does go wrong and something does slip out of your control, you're so knocked off kilter, you're so taken aback by it that it's difficult to be able to readjust. Yeah, I mean, I think for people who rely on the plan, it's impossible for them to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've seen it where something like that happens. And I'm not talking like you yeah, drove off the cliff. I'm talking you hit a minor speed bump. And all of a sudden, we didn't plan for this. What's going on? It's like, 
who, okay, who, who cares? Masha, the table <laughs> numbers aren't in the kit for the event. What are we going to do? It's all over. Let, <laughs> Burn it let, down. Let's go. You know, uh, and I, but what's important is, is, is you, what you've already touched on is that balance, right? You, you need to have a plan. There needs to be a theory. You need to move forward in some direction. And starting with action is a mistake. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Starting with a plan is the way you go. M- feeling that, you know, you have to have the plan complete to every detail before you can act is also a mistake. So I you agree. need to find that balance and you need, and we all have our different comfort levels with where the plan ends and we're ready to start acting. And I think it becomes a little are, more jazz. <laughs> right. We're very much ready to start going. And some are like, no, 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 we can plan for this. We can plan for this. We can plan for this. But really the danger there is you can't plan for everything. That is life. And when you make the mistake of thinking you can't, you can plan for everything. Um, when something doesn't go according to plan, which again, that is life. Uh, things the, the whole apple cart is upset when it needn't be. One apple fell out. It's fine. Let's move on. The other thing is the next plan. So, well, remember when this happened? It's like, yeah, I remember when that 1% chance of something happening happened. We don't need to plan for it. And I find myself uh, a lot of times when I'm thinking about things you know, in Slack or with the team um, here at CSL, I'll be like, wait, guys, am I uh, am I overthinking this? Like, is this really something that could happen? And a lot of times it's, yeah, Mosh, no, that's not going to happen. And sometimes like, oh yeah, no, that's that's a big issue. I'm glad you brought it up. Or what will happen as well is you're like, is this something that could happen? You're like, yes, okay, it could happen, but no amount of talking about it now will make it easier when it does either. Sure. That's the other killer, right? Um, and you you mentioned something there that was interesting to me that like it's important to have a plan. I think it's important to be aligned on a goal. I think it's important to be able to to be aligned on how you're going to measure the success of that goal. And then after that, I think we start to drop off in importance a lot. Like I remember when we were working together, you spent like, it was like two months. You were like, I'm working on this like mission statement. You're like, I want to get this mission statement done for the for the, for the company. We, do, we never got the mission statement done. But that's that, that, that genuinely like, what do we want to be? Where do we want to be is so important. What we want to, how we want to define that we've done it is important. How we want to get there, that's where you start. That's where I think you're starting. You're, it's astrology, right? You're really trying to hang a blanket on a cloud and be like, mm, it'll be like this and then like this and then like this. It's like, okay, but that's a lot of ifs that you're not accounting for. You know what's funny is I wish we had one now. Maybe I should work on that today. I wish we had that. Um, it's one of the things that, you know, you 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 do need a North Star and how you get there and and and, and what it takes to get to that destination is far less important than knowing you have a direction, a lodestone mm-hmm. that's driving you in a certain direction. Um, you do need, I do think it's hard to say you just need to be aligned, but you don't need a plan because I think a plan is kind of how you align. Um, but that's the thing, like, right? People, like, some, some people who love planning or, or, or are keen to having things be, be planned out, try and get four people to come and to sit and agree what the goal of the company you're working in is. And it'll be, it, it will not be as easy as you think it is a lot of the time, I think. Um, so well, with both, that's hard. I think it's a fallacy to think that you can plan for success and have everybody be bought in and agree on everything. Well, you gotta be top down with it, right? Like, like, like one of the things that drives me nuts and like, like actively, like it enrages me that I have to deal with all the time is in my current situation, like talking to Sasso, like, well, what's our goal? It's like, our goal is to just increase revenue. That's the goal. I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? You know what? Here's five bucks. Put in the revenue bucket. Goal accomplished. Like, what does that mean? Increase mm-hmm. revenue. And it drives me nuts. And it's it's the constant refrain. It's all I ever hear. We need to raise revenue. We need to raise revenue. Like, that is not a real goal. You know, 
I think that is the byproduct of what your goal is. Because is your goal raising- be the num- be the number one sports trading card brand in America. Is your goal well, have the most successful live streaming content around collectibles or whatever? I don't know, but, or, or 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 is the goal uh, sixty hours uptime live streaming? Like that's more fine. That's a fine yes, goal, right? Like let's let, we get a little more quantifiable. Raise revenue and things one like mil- that. Are million so views in a month or something, right? Yeah, right. You know, million dollars profit by the end of the year. What? You know, because that's just raised, like even that's raised revenue, but with a cleaner like right. And, and at that point, we're all mercenaries. We're all mercenaries doing whatever we can to attack that final uh, goal. And, and I think that that goal is so amorphous and so inchoate that you can't you can't say that there's no plan there. And you you want a plan. You want something that's going to guide you at least to some degree. I believe to get there. Theory. Um, I mean, let's let's use let's use a real business example that we, I've just shorted around right now. We do a lot of live selling on a platform called mm-hmm. Whatnot. Okay, so here's theory. We're putting it into practice right now. Here's the theory: the more uptime we have, the more revenue we will drive. Okay, um, now that's true because we'll sell more, even if we sell five bucks an hour, right? But when I say revenue, I mean top line revenue with a certain profit margin into it. So like, mm-hmm. what happens to the profit margin when we're live? The theory is that the demand for our products is so high round the clock that we can get up to like 60, 70, 80 hours a week on a channel and it'll be okay. We'll, we'll still do that. So we'll see. Return. But that, that, that has to level out at some point and it stops being worth it. Right. Of the, course. The 2 AM to 5 AM shift Pacific can't be as hot, right? There's no way. I mean, it, 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 it you know, again, that's, that's what you said to 5 AM to 2 AM to 5 AM. That's, that's 5 AM to 8 AM Eastern. I guess, and, you know, uh, I mean, we don't know. The whole fact is we don't know. And theory, but there you go. There you go. That's exactly what the quotes meant. Theory only takes you so far. You have to try it, right? You have to, you, you got, you've got to take the jump. And I mean, I'll, I'll theory is a safety net because we're not really doing anything. You sit mm-hmm. around thinking illusion, this is a problem yeah. with philosophy. This is a problem with philosophers. And this is what got Socrates killed as he decided, you know what? I'm done thinking about it. I'm going to go ask people questions. I'm going to go do stuff. And it's like, you're really annoying. Drink this hemlock. And and that's, that's what happens sometimes when practice goes too far with theory. There's another Chris Nolan film um, where I, I think where you can see a physical illustration of this, which is um, the rise of the dark Knight, right? When they're escaping, when he's escaping that, that tomb. And when he finally unties himself, Right. The theory is the jump is the same, but at a certain point you burn the boats and you go for it. And when he makes that final jump, he makes it. Um, and that's when he's really acting, right? That's when you really are divorcing yourself from theory. And that's what we mean because it's not, the idea isn't that theory can only take you so far. Um, it's that action embraces the unknown. We understand that theory is not the known. That's why it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. We don't know it yet. And so to really, really take the next step and act, you have to embrace the unknown. You have to say, I think this theory is right. This theory is taking me this far, but it's not embracing a theory when you take action. It's embracing the unknown because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the theory is going to hold up. And that's the scary part. Something I want to highlight, which is that I think there is a limit, which you've addressed here to this like pre-processing you can do, thinking about something before you do it. What I think people don't do enough of is post-processing. Postmortems, like I remember when we had events, you would look back and go, okay, we did this, this went wrong, we, we, we tried to mitigate with this, it didn't work, or it did, or we should have done this, if only we'd done this, yada, yada. And what that does is, is it hones the tools you have for planning the next one 
and you go, ooh, this is similar to that time when it when happened that, and that, a year ago this happened. Let's try this. And that, I think, is learning is much more powerful than planning, I think. No question. And, and the idea behind the postmortems and the idea behind taking that that reflect back is we are similar. Unless we actively try to change ourselves, we will stay in the the same situation with the same thought process, guided by experience. We hope that experience changes, but experience only changes us if we embrace what we've learned. And so the reason postmortems and events I think were so good is because um, faced with the same situation a year later, slightly different, without that reflection, we might make the same mistakes. We, we will fall into our same patterns. We will try to answer the problems we have with the tools at hand. And if we don't constantly reevaluate and grow and hone those tools, they will be the same tool we used a year ago. We'll make the same mistakes we made a year ago. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest, that is the biggest, um, you know, you've really hit on it. That is the biggest delta, the biggest change when we when we choose action is not what happens, it's what we learn from that action because now the theory becomes practice. It's no longer just theory, it becomes known. Because theory, again, the, 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 the real misnomer with theory is you think you know because you've thought about it. Right, the illusion is the don't. dangerous part, yeah. Right, you don't really know. It's just a theory. And then we act and then, then it's not theory anymore. Then it's actually something. It's like, okay, no, this is how it works. We know now. Well, Mashi, I hope you go into your day with nothing planned and a lot learned. I, you know, Dennis, I hope I do a lot and learn a ton from it. At least that's the theory I'm going to embrace today. That's the theory. All right, perfect. <laughs>